Welcome to the Chickasha Chamber Chatter Podcast, the only podcast that takes you behind the scenes of small businesses right here in Chickasha, Oklahoma. And now, here is your host, Whitney Palisano, Membership Director of the Chickasha Chamber. Hi, I am Whitney Palisano, and I am the new Membership Director here at the Chickasha Chamber of Commerce. And I am excited to launch our first podcast for 2022. Today, I'm sitting down with Gab Shepard with the Chickasha Public School Foundation, and she's going to tell us a bit more about what the foundation does and how it benefits our schools. Before we jump in, I'd like to thank our sponsors of our podcast and who make this possible, Hillary Communications and First National Bank and Trust Company. And without further ado, let's jump right in. Hi, Gab. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Gab and I have known each other for a while. She's been in the community for a number of years. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your history here with Chickasha? Um, Yeah, so I was born in Chickasha and I grew up here. Um, And I will probably never leave because I just love it here. I'm a mom to three boys. Two of them are in Chickasha Public Schools and one's just not quite old enough yet. So I've been here, I'm 29. So I've been here for 29 years. So really got involved in the community probably about seven or eight years ago when I started to get involved in the chamber and the schools and stuff like that. Right. So... Like me, I lived in, I'm a Chickasha girl, born and raised my whole life. And that's how I got started was with the chamber and getting involved in the community. Can you talk a little bit more about how your activities with the chamber led you to where you are today with the Public School Foundation? Oh, sure. First of all, the chamber was the number one way that I connected with the business community. Just in general, I was working for a bank at the time and really wanted to be able to support businesses better. And so that's what I did. I came into the chamber um, a couple of directors ago and mm-hmm. um, started as a uh, what are they called? ambassador. Right. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what it was. An ambassador. Um, I got involved in leadership Chickasha, uh, which really like catapulted that. It really helped me figure out what all was going on behind the scenes in Chickasha. And probably a year or two after that is when I decided I was going to go try to be on the board of the Chickasha Public School Foundation, which I was connected with through also the bank. But anyhow, I got on the board with the Chickasha Public School Foundation. I was on for, I think, two or three years. Mm-hmm. Um, when the opportunity came, I have had a baby. Yes. I did not return to my bank job, um, and I wasn't really looking for a job, but like I said, the opportunity came up for me to take this position, and I said yes. I just jumped at it, and I haven't looked back. <laughs> that's great. When you know, you know, right? Yeah, right, exactly. Um, and I think in a lot of ways, that's very similar to my story, starting with the chamber and to where I am today. Um, and so while we're talking about the Public School Foundation, it's great. If you're wanting to get involved with these great organizations in Chickasha, the Chamber is a great way for you to get your feet wet and really dive in. Like I we really did. think it's the best place to start. Start at the Chamber. Chamber Ambassador. Figure it out from there. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. Um, so we'll kind of get back to a little bit more on topic here. We've talked about the, the Chamber. And so what we brought Gab in today to talk about is the Public School Foundation and some of the events that you have coming up. Can you tell us a little bit about the Public School Foundation? And then we'll kind of jump into the events. Yeah, so um, 
in preparation for this conversation, I did a little digging into the history. Um, I knew a little background information, but I wanted to know more to be able to share with you guys. So the foundation is, it's a nonprofit organization and it was founded in 1985. On the mission and basis basically that educational opportunities would continue to advance despite like budget cuts and despite economic conditions and things like that. This group of people just wanted to make sure that academic advancement opportunities were still there. The founding members, this is really interesting to me, um, are people that like if you grew up here or if you're from Chiche, you know these names um, if you haven't shaken their hands. So like um, Carol Van Dyke, Vita Bush, Charles Allen, um, Jerry Kirkpatrick, Robert Hayes, John Mosley, Dr. Whedon, Loretta Jackson, Dan Ramsey, Beverly Carter, and um, the superintendent at the time, Mr. Glazier. I mean, you know those people. Right. So that's really cool. You know, I'll circle back around to this later probably, but it takes a community who cares to make this to make this change and support this kind of support happen. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I mean, we are blessed to have a community that does care so much about the school system and the foundation is just a shining example of that for sure. We still work really hard to, um, you know, continue that mission. You know, things have changed a little bit over the years, but really, what's this? This will be the 36, 37 years, something like that, that is going on. It's incredible it's been around that long. Absolutely. But we still continue to just try to support the schools in any way that we can. And that's another thing. People, Some people think that we are the school, but we're not. Right. We're separate. We right. support the school. Our mission is to support our teachers, students, mm-hmm. schools, um, but we are not the school. Right. So you are not affiliated necessarily in any way other than your mission is to support the schools. Yep, exactly. That's great. Wonderful. Can you tell us, um, before we get into the, your upcoming events, can you tell us a few ways how the foundation supports the schools outside of the events? Yeah, so really, I think there are really four main ways that the Chicago Public School Foundation supports the schools. Number one is the classroom closet. Right, yes. If you are a parent of a Chicago Public School student, this one will be probably your number one top favorite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we provide all the school supplies to the students in the in the Chickasha School District. Right. Um, aside from like, okay, kinder mats, we don't provide those. Everything from notebooks, pencils, crayons, markers, um, hand sanitizer. Right. Yeah. Kleenex. I mean, you know, your teacher may still ask for you to bring some Kleenex for your students just because these are the times where we need an abundant supply of Kleenex. But yeah, so that project was started to simply ease the burden, the financial burden off of parents and families who have to buy these school supplies right, for their students, for multiple students often, yeah. and teachers. Mm-hmm. Do you know how often teachers buy school supplies out of their own pocket, classroom supplies out of their own pocket? Oh, yes. And that's not okay. Right. Because they don't get reimbursed for that. Right. And so, anyways, that was the main, that was the mission for beginning that project, the classroom closet project. And we still do it today, and it's huge, right? And it's fun. It's a lot of work, but it's really rewarding. So, a couple of things that I do to obtain school supplies, which this will be my first year doing it on my own without Jen Jansen, mm-hmm. your predecessor. Yes, right? mm-hmm. an incredible lady with huge shoes to fill. <laughs> but throughout this past year, some things have changed with COVID and the supply chain and all of that. So, we used to be able to order school supplies through Walmart in bulk and have them shipped to our local site to be picked up. Um, We cannot do that anymore. So we use other vendors to order online 
um, in bulk and have them shipped to us. Um, just a, several different places, whatever I can find the best deal is where I will order from. I have also gone into Walmart and picked the shelves. It just is what it is. Our kids need the school supplies. So if I can't order markers for less than $5 a box online, I go to Walmart mm -hmm. when they have them for $1.82 a box. And I try really hard not to be selfish. And I definitely make sure that I leave stuff on the shelves because I'm not trying to wipe the shelves out. But, you know, prices have increased. It's a little bit more difficult to find bulk um, school supplies. And so you just do what you gotta do to make sure that our students have what they need. Um, we didn't have markers for a really long time um, after school started because I couldn't find them online anywhere for, like I said, less than $5 a box. That's outrageous. Right. Used to be able to order them for like 97 cents a box in bulk. And we can't do that now. So anyways, that's how I order all the school supplies. Another thing that we do is we have fifth grade mentor programs, which are once a year usually. We have diamonds in the rough for our fifth grade girls, mm -hmm. and we have gentlemen of distinction for our fifth grade boys. And they get to dress up a little fancier. We meet at the USAO ballroom. Uh, we have some community members who sign up as mentors. We have lunch together. We get an etiquette lesson from Miss Lori Allen and we listen to a guest speaker. And really the main goal there is to just show our students that our community cares. We want to see them succeed and we hope really to inspire them to follow their dreams and to be excited about their education. It's just, it breaks up the day a little bit when they get to leave school in the middle of the day to go do this fun event that's centered around people who just want them to do good. who want right. them to be good. Um, so it's a lot of fun. We do have those coming up um, on February 8th and February 22nd. So those are coming up. If you want to be a mentor, call me. <laughs> we will have you. Um, the third thing, another big one, which I think these are all big. <laughs> They're all big to me. But um, we do grants to teachers. Each year on the first day of school, we open up this grants portal, basically. It's open to all teachers in the district to just send in grant requests for various things but just supplies that help enhance their classroom experiences, right? Right. So this last year, for instance, we had everything from art supplies, online programs, um, technology, alternative seating, mm. and like science speakers. You know, everything from it, anything you would just need basic class supplies to something a little different that just enhances the classroom. Sure. When this program first started, the Grants to Teachers, it was 1986, and a total of six grants were awarded for just around $1,100. Okay. Which I mean, was probably a great thing then. They had right. just started a year before, you know. This last year in 2021, we awarded 30 grants to teachers for just under $40,000. That's fantastic. And the number changes every year, the number of applications. Mm -hmm. It can go up from 30 to 60 or whatever, but we always award right around $40,000. So honestly, up there, it's right up there with the classroom closet as far as how rewarding it goes because to see the gratefulness of the teachers, how thankful they are to receive you, sometimes you cry. Sometimes I cry, <laughs> you know, and it's just such a great thing because it's things that teachers wish they had for their classrooms, but they can't afford themselves. Right. And the school doesn't have it in their budget. And it's just a gift that we get to give to them. And it directly impacts our students as well. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think 
both of those kind of go hand in hand. You've got one generous gift that is really dedicated to the students. And then you have another one that's dedicated to the staff that need the community support just as much as the students do as well. Yep. Awesome. It's it's man, it's really great. This job is awesome. This is an <laughs> awesome job. Um, another thing that we do um, is senior scholarships. So we award three scholarships to Chickasha High School seniors each year. That portal will open up on January 14th. Okay. And will close on March 25th. So if anybody out there has a Chickasha High School senior, encourage them to go on and apply. It's on the Communities Foundation of Oklahoma website. We will put the link to the application in our show notes for everyone to apply. And the cool thing about this um, application, too, is that it will not only submit to the Chickasha Public School Foundation um, scholarship application, but also it just kind of is a hub. So it should submit the application to multiple scholarships. So it's definitely worth going on. Even if you may not be a recipient of the Chickasha Public School Foundation scholarship, still do it anyways. Right. So. Yeah. Lots of opportunities available to our seniors. Those are really the biggest things that we do. Um, We also have an annual gala, but which we haven't been able to have. We're bringing it back this spring, though. I'm really excited to bring it back. Really, you know, all the things I just mentioned, all of our projects. They take funds to make them happen. It just is what it is. You have to have money to be able to give money (laughs) away um, to be able to give these things um, to the community. And the gala is really a good way to get the community involved in that, celebrating everything that the foundation has done and is doing, you know, showing support to our schools and our teachers and our students. Just a big celebration of that. And hopefully we bring in some extra funds to help us continue this mission, which will be coming up in the spring, like I said, more to come on that. On the topic of, you know, community involvement, mm-hmm. I just would like to give a big shout out to our local business owners, especially to our top of my mind right this second. In November, Josh Woods let us take over one of his burger days. Right. And, and he's always good like that. He's always so willing to help um, a worthy cause, you know. He let us do that, and we raised about $400 from that. Great. So thank you, Josh. And then Carrie Chavers, we did a paint on canvas event in December right. at the Chickasha Art Center, which is a, a blast to go to. Just even if you don't do a paint on canvas, you need to try it. Um, she's got all kinds of stuff down there. But anyways, we did a paint on canvas. We got to paint the cutest Santa, and we also raised about $400 from that. I mean, that's going to let me buy pencils for next year. Pencils. It seems so silly, maybe, but... Pencils are important. I mean, do you know how many pencils these kids go through? Oh, I can only imagine. $400 (laughs) worth of pencils. That's a lot of pencils. I have teachers come in and they're like, I tried to make my pencils in my classroom last as long as possible, but I've got them down to like half an inch and they won't go in the sharpener anymore. I'm like, come get your pencils. (laughs) Anyways, so we couldn't do it without the community support. Well, and that goes to show you what good stewards of our foundation our teachers are, that they're really... It matters to them. They're trying to stretch it as far as they can. It says it says a lot of things about a number of different topics, really. Um, but to focus on the positives, it really goes to show how important the foundation is to our teachers just as much as our students as well. And how far even $400 goes to expanding the school closet and things like that. Uh, so that's great. Thank you so much for explaining really what you do on a daily basis and what you're planning for. Um, one of the main things we wanted to talk about was the gentleman of distinction and diamonds and the rough lunches that are coming up. 
um, and you're looking for mentors. Can you talk to us a little bit more about that? Sure. So, okay. This is um, a luncheon that happens at the USAO Ballroom. Diamonds in the Rough is February 8th. And we ask our mentors to arrive at about 10 to 10.15. So all the mentors can be seated before the students arrive. As a mentor, your main job is just to engage with the students who come in and sit at your table, which there should be three or four, mm-hmm. probably. Um, ask them simply, what are their dreams? What are their goals for their education? Um, they're fifth graders, so they may not know yet, but that's okay. Just You're just there to let them know that you care. You're just there to show them that you want to spend time with them and that you want to pour encouragement into them. You know what I mean? And you'll sit at that table with with your group, um, engage with them as much as possible. Like I said, we get an etiquette lesson as lunch comes out. Um, Lori Allen walks us through step by step and you kind of help guide your students at your table through because they're gonna look like deer in the headlights (laughs) when this etiquette lesson starts. It's brand new, it's fancy. Um, So you get to help guide them through that, which is another part of where the mentor comes in help guide them through, make them feel comfortable. This is not something that happens to all of us every day. Okay to be silly, it's not a stuffy type of thing. And once we get through lunch um, in the lesson, we get to hear a speaker. And the speaker is very short. It's about, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. Just because we know by that time, you know, everybody's kind of like, we've been here for a long time. Students get antsy, they start getting fidgety. Um, And that's okay too. And so the speaker just talks about Anything that they feel will positively impact the girls. We're talking about diamonds in the rough. Um, And then we hope that by the time that they leave, um, they've had a new experience. They've met somebody new in the community. um, And they're inspired, hopefully. You know, school, the same thing day in and day out. It's hard. It's long and so breaking up the monotony was something different they're still learning they're still gaining a skill they still get to meet someone in the community who wants to be there to mentor them it's fun and by the time the whole thing is over it's like 12 12 30 so it's really only a couple hours of time out of your day to be a mentor and it's so fun and rewarding to meet some kids and just hear what they have to say i mean kids are fun they are fun and i had the pleasure of attending the luncheon that you guys had in the fall and the mentors can really be anybody. The, the women that I saw at the Diamonds in the Rough luncheon, you had, um, you had bankers, you had real estate agents, you had women that were self-employed and had started their own business, or some of them that were just stay-at-home moms. Like All of these women are wonderful mentors, successful women, regardless of which industry or career choice path that they take. And I think that's wonderful for our young women and our young men to see that there's a million different career opportunities out there. And this community has a million opportunities for them as well. They don't necessarily have to move miles and miles away to have a successful life um, here in our community, which I think is great for the kids in our community to see that there is life outside of Chickasha, but there is wonderful life here in Chickasha as well. So I think it's great that we have these luncheons so that these kids can discover how great Chickasha is and that there's a great support system for them here as well. I think you're exactly right. You nailed it. You really nailed it. The only requirement to be a mentor for the Diamonds in the Rep and Gentlemen of Distinction is to want to be there, 
and care about kids. That's really it. Right. Because, yeah, you're right. Retired, Mm -hmm. community volunteer, business person, business owner, banker, fast food worker. I do not care. Right. These kids don't care either. They just want to know that somebody cares about them. And showing up is what really matters. I really think. Diamonds in the Rough is February 8th. Mm -hmm. Gentlemen of Distinction is February 22nd. If you want to mentor, you can call me, email me, Facebook message me, whatever. However you can get a hold of me, get a hold of me. Um, but yeah, the time frame is about 10, 10, 15 to about 1230 at the latest. And that's it. And we'll have Gab's contact information in the podcast notes so you guys can reach out to her about getting, um, getting involved with the mentorship program. It's about $25. Yes. Okay. So there is a, there is a cost to be a mentor, but it's minimum. Um, and really the benefits from that really support not just the luncheon, but the, the school foundation as well. Um, so we highly encourage you to do that. It's one of our favorite events here at the chamber as well. Are there any ways for people, the community to get involved with the foundation outside of the mentorship programs or attending the gala? Yes. So back to the classroom closet part, um, you can always be involved as far as giving, um, contributing um, monetary funds to the foundation. It helps us buy the school supplies. It helps us continue to provide teacher grants. It helps us continue to do the mentor programs and all of that. We also have a board. I mean, we have a board of directors um, and we are always open to welcoming new, new members who want to be involved. Um, if you have a passion for students, if you have a passion for the school district and supporting the school and teachers, um, this is a good way to be involved without being on the, you know, the Chick-fil-A Public School Board, um, without being in the school building necessarily. This is a good way to support. Um, it's a fun board. We meet once a month. We do meaningful projects, as you can see. Um, so that's a good way to get involved. You know, We hadn't done one of these in a while, but like a supply drive would be a great way to get involved um, to bring in the school supplies so that the foundation doesn't have to purchase those items. That's pretty much it. Um, If you want to come and see the classroom closet, which is kind of a cool experience, I'd be happy to show you around. It won't take long. You can just walk through our shelves and see what there is. And it's kind of an eye opener Mm -hmm. as far as what all it takes to... um, run a classroom you know to get through the year with the supplies so it sounds to me like if you're wanting to get involved with the community but don't have a lot of time the public school foundation is a great way to do that you just pick up a couple extra things while you're at the grocery store when you see them on sale and you drop them off and that's it and really you're making a huge impact with very little dollars spent or time spent And I think that's great for the community as well. Everybody's always in a rush. Everybody's always on to the next thing, Um, but people still wanna serve the community. So I think the Public School Foundation is a fantastic way for people to get involved and to do that without having to really dedicate a ton of time. And that reminds me, we have a couple of other ways that are really easy and you really don't even have to do anything special. We have an Amazon charity wish list, which has all of the school supplies that the classroom closet keeps stocked. So everything's on there. Notebook paper, Play-Doh, I don't know, dry erase markers, highlighters. I mean, there's everything on there. So if you really wanted to donate items, but you weren't sure what to get or where to start, 
I would go to that wish list and see what's on there. And all you do is order from Amazon and they'll ship it to me. Right. So you literally had to do nothing but pick what you want to order. Mm-hmm. Um, that's an option. Another option is Amazon also has um, Amazon Smiles. Mm-hmm. So you can choose an organization as your charity. And every purchase you make, automatically they will donate a portion of that, a percentage of that to that charity. So Chick-fil-A Public School Foundation is on there and you can do it on your app or you can do it on the website. It doesn't matter. You just choose, say Chick-fil-A Public School Foundation as your Amazon Smile charity. And then as you make your regular orders through Amazon, I don't know if you're like me, but I probably order from Amazon way too much. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I don't, it just automatically does it. When I make an order, it says, thank you. We will donate this much to your Amazon Smile charity of choice. And yeah, absolutely. It's easy. I have mine set up for the Public School Foundation as well on our own, on our personal Amazon account. Um, there's a, there's a number of great ways to donate in that way as well. So thank you for so much for that information, um, and we'll definitely get the links to those things and con- Gab's contact information in our podcast notes. So you can get more involved with this great organization that is unique to Chickasha, um, and it really really all of your funds stay local here and go to the community. Gab, thank you so much for coming and visiting with us today. It was so nice to see you and learn a little bit more about what you do here in Chickasha. Thank you for inviting me. Well, it was really fun to sit down with Gab today and learn more about what the Chickasha Public School Foundation does. Gab gave us a lot of great ways to donate and be involved with the Chickasha Public School Foundation in our podcast today. You'll be able to find her contact information and all of the websites that she mentioned in our show notes for today. And one more huge shout out to our sponsors of our podcast, First National Bank and Trust Company and Hillary Communications. This podcast would not be possible without their support and we thank them. Thank you for listening to the podcast today and we'll see you next month.